Welcome to another episode of Hater More, the podcast where we read chapter by chapter through the Harry Potter series by She Who Must Not Be Named and decide once and for all, Harry Potter always bad? Perhaps. I'm your host, Alex. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm your host, Alex. I'm joined by my, well, your co-host, Alex. I'm joined by my co-host, Dallas. Yes. We're a 50-50 democracy here. We are indeed. Yeah. Which means nothing. Yeah. We're talking in... Okay. <laughs> well, uh... So, last chapter, chapter 13. We found out... Chapter all, 13! Whoa, we find out about Nicholas Famille and all his business. He's mm-hmm. an alchemist. He is. He was the sole owner of the Sorcerer of Stone. Uh, well, I guess him and his wife. Right. And uh, it made po- potion and turned anything into gold. So... That's cool. Elixir of life. I hope you live forever. And or you're as long as you rich. take the elixir, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could... And he apparently made a bunch of it too, so he's just Sitting chilling. On a pile of immortality. Yeah, for a while until he runs out. But anyway, that was chapter thirteen. We're going on to chapter fourteen. Chapter fourteen. And chapter fourteen is titled Norbert, the Norwegian Ridge Ridgeback. Yes. Before we get into this, it just occurred to me in the fourth book when Harry pulls out the dragon from the little magical bag. And it's a Norwegian Ridgeback. Is that Norbert? It's he pulls out a Hungarian Horntail. Does he really? Yeah, because he fights a Hungarian. Who gets horntail. the Ridgeback? Wood, maybe. Oh, eh, we'll find out in three years when we get there. Yep. <laughs> so this chapter starts off um, with a bout of anxiety because exams are ten weeks away. Yes. It's exam time in ten weeks. Indeed. Two and a half months. It's kind of a ways away. Anyway, Hermione's but freaking out. Freaking making, the fuck out. Freaking out. Also, as she mentions, if you don't pass the midterm exams, you don't get into year two. Um, Holy shit. So it's like, uh, so if you if you are unfortunate enough to like be sick a lot or, you know, fail, fail uh, an exam, you are shut out of wizarding society entirely forever. <laughs> And you have to go back to public school. Yep, and and not can't tell practice anybody. Magic, and yeah, it's I'm like that's fucking horrible. Where were you for six months? Uh, I cancer. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Homeschooled. I don't know. So anyway, Hermione is making uh, study schedules for the gang and her herself. Um, they've been spending all their free time in the library, and during one of the these where? library. Thank you. That bit's going to get old, isn't it? <laughs> Are you saying library on purpose? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm on purpose pronouncing things the way you don't like them Beautiful. pronounced. I fucking hate you. All right. So <laughs> we're in the library one day during a study session when uh, Haggard pops out of one of the... One of the... Aisles. Aisles. Yes. Words. Like the book place. Last night was New Year's, so just fucking deal with it, guys. <laughs> The book place where Hagrid <laughs> stumbled out of. The the alley, the book alley. Anyway, he pops out and uh, looking all suspicious, mm-hmm. like he's trying to hide something. And uh, they tell Hagrid, um, well, they, they get in a conversation with Hagrid. Um, he's like, oh, I hope you're not looking up Nicholas Fumel and Harry and, and Ron like, and Hermione. Oh, we figured out who he yeah, was ages, ages ago. ago. <laughs> My name's Hermione and I read. <laughs> And Hagrid is uh, is a little taken aback by this, but 
Eventually he wanders out of the library and they notice that he's holding a book behind his back. So they what get on earth could he be holding? He doesn't know how he to read. read. He's dumb. The bigger you are, the dumber you are. <laughs> so Ron pops into uh, the aisle that Hagrid walked out of, and the aisle is full of dragon books. How to train your dragon. How to train your Classic. dragon too. Because <laughs> <laughs> that that actually happened in parallel to Harry Potter, I guess. I don't know. Years later. Years later. So. Uh, they, they they find out that Hagrid is researching dragons and, you know, he must have a dragon, must have a dragon now. So that's terrifying. Harry, Harry has always known since he's met Hagrid that Hagrid's always wanted a dragon. Um, but Ron informs him, well, you know, dragons have been illegal for ages and or at uh, least to, to keep them, to keep them. Uh, they, they are in the wild and the Ministry of Magic uh, has a whole department for people to erase memories of so people the muggles seen, don't notice yeah. that there are dragons around mm-hmm. did you ever watch rain of fire i did watch it like a few months ago how what do you think i thought it was great fucking rocks the fucking ruled dude <laughs> matthew mcconaughey as like the most stereotypical post-apocalyptic matthew mcconaughey that could <laughs> yep. ever mcconaughey mm-hmm, loved mm-hmm. it jumped into a dragon's mouth with a crazy axe like a barbarian beautiful and the future so good <laughs> so good and the cg like the special effects hold up real fucking well yeah some of that shit looks better than game like, of thrones yeah yeah it's good and i don't we talked about this but i am just hating cgi more and more because they like we have the technology to make it look so good that it looks fake but then they don't have enough time to like spend on it you know like it's a it's a problem with how the digital artists are treated essentially like um cg is expensive and we have the like the computers to like render it all but the animators are also like worked with just insane schedules and aren't compensated enough and i don't believe there's even a a current union for uh, visual animators right um so you know the big big blockbuster movies they're like oh we need more and more cgi but we're gonna give you a you know the unrealistic deadline and we're not going to pay you much and so like things could actually look much better than they do Mm -hmm. but no one's given enough time um or compensated appropriately for the work that needs to be done to make it look good huh so like a lot of the floppy like cgi explosions smashing into each other at the end of like marvel movies yeah some of that you're like wow that looks kind of bad it's because it's not that they can't make it look good it's the fact that the you know capitalist machine um, demands that it, they not take the time to to really polish it. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing is, is everybody keeps going to these Marvel movies that suck, and mm-hmm. then they make a lot of fucking money. Yep. So there's and no they, incentive to. So the standards get lower and lower because they know everybody's going to go see it. If you're the only one making CGI movies, and that's that's what you get. Yep. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was partially our own fault, then, huh? Not really. Uh, sure. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't care about superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> I like fucking wizards, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched Count of Monte Cristo the other night. Yeah, it's on my list. Um, And uh, Dumbledore's in it. The actor? The actor. Not the one from movies. The first movie. The first. He's also. Two. First two movies, yeah. No. He's credited as being in the second movie as well, but it might be like a flashback or something. 
Oh, wow. I should really know this. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's only in the first movie yeah. as an actor. Because I remember Richard being a Harris? kid. Richard Harris? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of um, like I like the second Dumbledore, though. I think the first one was just... I mean, he was like 90 in real life, so we can't really shit on him too much. Right. He looked old in Count of Monte Cristo, and it's from what, like... Henry Cavill is in it when he was 19. Okay. It's... It's not a super old movie, but it's old enough that if someone is old in that movie and yeah, they're fucking ancient, ancient. now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, he's dead. So there you go. <laughs> he is. Yeah. That's why he was only in the first Harry Potter movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe should have kept the Sorcerer of Stone. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, so please refer to our Instagram, hate or more pod, where you can see um, a handcrafted <laughs> picture. This, this bit is going to get old. <laughs> that I created in a basement pastel painting Jesus of Dumbledore flushing the Sorcerer's Stone down the toilet yes and you gave him 12 fingers as well because uh, <laughs> does he really have 12 fingers he has too many fingers I lost count it's hard to count to 10 <laughs> so I just want to I figured more is better no, I'm talking on one hand like <laughs> pull up that picture and look at his hand Mid Journey is still not very good at, at making hands. <laughs> Holy fuck. He has like so many fingers. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six and a thumb. And then like a jar. He's holding it like he, a, a four-year-old holds a spoon. Okay. Interesting. Well, you know, you can't get them all. <laughs> <laughs> I am learning, by the way, you know, how to paint. Hands are the hardest. They are very difficult. So anyway, later on, uh, Harry and the gang go down to Hagrid's hut. They knock on the door and they walk into a stifling hot cabin. And I just, before we move past the library scene, I do want to point out the fact that Ron not only knows the exact year that dragon keeping or dragon husbandry was made illegal, 1701 or 1709, something like that. It's 1700s. Hagrid is checking out books from the library that are like care and maintenance of your pet dragon breeding dragons for fun and profit yeah written as if in english i presume for a english-speaking readership um which implies that the books that he's checking out are 200 plus years old 300 year old books Uh (laughs) uh-huh it's like just checking them out they're a little out of date yeah (laughs) Let's check him out for fun, though. Yeah, and he, that's even what Hagrid says. So, like, he has a, a book. He's like, yeah, it's a little outdated. It's like, yeah, because it's 300 fucking years old. <laughs> yeah, because they stopped <laughs> making these books when it became illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And have you read a 300-year-old book? I'm sure it's terribly difficult to The English swallow. is a bit different. A bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> a little bit. So Harry asks him, uh, they get into a conversation about Fluffy. So Mm -hmm. they know about Fluffy. They know the Sorcerer's Stone is down there. Uh, He wants to know, you know, give me, give me the additional deets, Hagrid. Tell me what's up. What else is down there guarding the stone? And he's hesitant, um, but Hermione. He's like, I can't tell you that. She's like, but But, Dumbledore trusts you so much. I mean, we just want to know who else uh, might have made a, made a um a protection for the stone we don't want to know what it is we just want to know who did who does dumbledore trust more than you turns out like every teacher in the school (laughs) 
Zane <laughs> names basically every teacher we know so far. Yeah, the only one we don't get is Trawini, Bins, and uh, the ghost Hooch. That's Bins. Oh, that's Bins. Yeah, and Hooch. Yeah, she she works like what twelve days a year and gets to live in a castle for free. Right. <laughs> what an amazing job. Still want that job. Still the best job in Hogwarts. Even though Quidditch sucks. Even though Quidditch sucks. <laughs> but she's also not the Quidditch teacher because Wood taught Harry how to play Quidditch, not her. Well, he's the team captain of the Gryffindor team. Right, but there's no Quidditch she's class. She's the referee. It's just flying class. She's normally the referee of the Quidditch games. Okay, so you work like once a week. Yeah. Twice a week, maybe. Yeah. She teaches the youngins how to fly brooms. And break arms. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're they're going through that conversation. Basically, every teacher and employee in the school um, was tasked to you know help create these enchantments to protect the stone, which you could have just flushed down the toilet, but that's none of my business. <laughs> and they look over and they notice a huge black egg in the heart of the fire. And Haggard mentions that he won the egg, the dragon egg, off of a stranger in a pub, and that it's yes. a Nor- Norwegian Ridgeback. Yeah, so I I'll be honest, I don't really like the whole dragon subplot in this chapter. Like it it's only there for one chapter. Like it only exists because So basically, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit, but sure. they need to get in trouble by the end of this chapter to get detention to go to the woods the next chapter. Yes. So the only reason the dragon exists is to get them out of bed at night and in trouble. Correct. And the only reason the dragon exists is so that we can learn later in a, in a further chapter, probably chapter 15 or 16, that Hagrid told the stranger he got the dragon egg from how to get past Fluffy because he was drunk. Yes. Other okay. than that, like if you can find any other way to have those things happen, she should have done it because this chapter is so dumb. <laughs> So I remember liking this chapter and then I did the notes today and I was like, oh, this doesn't matter at all. No, it is entirely meaningless. And also, also, there's this weird, I get this weird vibe when, um, so they go down and they meet Hagrid um, and they're like, oh, you're, you're Dragon Egg. Those are illegal. He's like, yeah, well, you know, it's a thing. I, I want it. Blah, 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 blah. I've always wanted one. Anyway, bye. So then they go back. And then a week, a couple days later, he sends them a note that says it's hatching. Yes. And they sneak down there. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, to, sorry to jump ahead. But no, you're I fine. think that's actually literally what I was consecutive. Say. Yeah, 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 it is consecutive. Uh, and they're in, the, they're in the room and it's hatching. And Hagrid refers to himself as mommy, which I find interesting. That's <laughs> weird. I don't know. It's not weird in in and of itself because, you know, I don't know how Hagrid identifies. Oh, bless him. He knows his mummy. Yes. But the fact that, like, J.K. Rowling put that in there, like, what is the... It, 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 with current, uh, what we know about J.K. Rowling... Yeah, it isn't weird in of itself. In and of itself, it's not but weird. The fact but that the fact that she's she such a raging it. transphobe is weird that she would put it i'm like are you trying to make a joke about- yeah like it's just like that's what people say it's a term they're pets whatever not a big deal yeah but it is weird now that she is weird yeah interesting anyway <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> like is she making fun of 
Hagrid because he's like crazy about this dragon. He's like, they're like, oh, he's lost his marbles because he's like, you know, mommy. And they're like, oh, you're obviously crazy now. Yeah. I Something weird is going on there. But yeah, like as you said, they go back down there like the next day or some shit during break. And so Hagrid has the, the dragon egg on the table. It's withering, wiggling around and whatnot. Bursts open and the dragon kind of like flops out, out onto the table, which is a fun little image in my head. Uh, and then, you know, the whole mommy bit is when Hagrid goes to touch it and it tries to bite his finger. Mm-hmm. So like violence equals parents. I don't know. Whatever. It's a dragon. It wants to kill it's, everything it's, that moves. T- they're showing that Hagrid has uh, has lost sense of uh, reasonable. Yeah. Like, he's, he's Yeah. He's completely. Cl- his vision is clouded by the fact that he has a dragon now. Not mm-hmm. the fact that the dragon is does not at all seem interested in, yeah, in nurturing anything. Yeah. No. And then what you're supposed to feed a dragon is brandy and like chicken bits. Right. Which is like strange. Yeah. Yeah. Just get it drunk. It's fine. Maybe they process alcohol differently. Maybe. They are a mythical creature after all. This is true. This is true. <laughs> magic. Yep. Hand wavy, hand wavy magic. Hand wavy magic. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. So right after the egg hatches, Hagrid um, gets up in a panic and looks out the window. And essentially what they see is Malfoy running back up to the castle. So the jig is up. Malfoy knows there's a dragon. Yes. So a week later, uh, they're, they're trying to get Hagrid, like, convince him to let the dragon go into the wild, but he's too small. Mm-hmm. He'll die mm-hmm. out there, X, Y, Z. He's not having it. And Ron comes up with the good idea that Charlie should just take care of this fucking little piece of shit. I believe, I believe it's actually Harry who comes up with the oh. idea because he oh. turns to Ron and says, says Charlie. Charlie. And mm-hmm. Ron's like, you're, you're losing it too. I'm Ron. <laughs> he's like, no, your brother Charlie lives in, you know, the one who works, works with dragons. dragons <laughs> as a living. <laughs> and you stayed at the castle during Christmas because your parents went to go visit Charlie, who works with, with dragons. dragons. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> at least you, you knew the point. year it turned illegal. <laughs> exactly. Like, of all the random knowledge to have. Yeah. It's like, it was 1706. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, later on, I believe it's a few nights later or whatever, they're sitting in the Carmen room and they get their letter back from Charlie, Charlie's answer. Hedwig delivers it, you know, through the window of the common room. Mm-hmm. And he agrees to take the ridge back uh, so that he can, like, you know, raise him, take care of him, and then release him into the wild when he's big enough. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it's also worth pointing out that Her- uh, Ron got a bit by Norbert that evening. Uh, he yeah. comes in, he's like, oh, they bit me. And then Hagrid chastised me for scaring it. <laughs> and It's a dragon. You can't scare it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he yeah, he's bit on the hand. But yeah, so they're reading this letter, and uh, Charlie kind of formulates a plan for them. Saturday night, they need to meet at the tallest tower. Charlie's friends will come and pick the dragon up, take yep. it away. So on broomsticks, which is neat. Yes, it is neat. And the next morning, uh, Ron's hand has grown twice its original size, and he is uh, faced Feverish. with no option. Yeah, he has to go to the doctor. And uh, yeah, they like. He didn't want to go to the Madame Pomfrey because then he'd have to explain. Dr. Pomfrey. Dr. Pomfrey. <laughs> right, right. Uh, she needs some more fucking respect in this book. true. She saved so many lives and teeth and bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
it never really kind of explains if Ron had to tell her it was a dragon bite or if she even fucking asks questions anymore because she's probably like so underappreciated she doesn't give a fuck at this he, point. He <laughs> goes to the hospital wing and lies to her and says it was a dog, says it was some, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he doesn't tell her it was a dragon bite. Right. And then Malfoy shows up to make fun of him in the hospital wing. And Malfoy knows what it is probably. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you saw the dragon. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two and two together. Mm-hmm. I yes. like it. Mm-hmm. Equals five. Mm-hmm. Yes, one. <laughs> okay, yes. So Ron is uh, getting mended up in the in the hospital there. And uh, midnight, Saturday, midnight rolls around a little later on in the week. And it's time to go down to Hagrid's cabin. So Hermione and Harry head on down to the cabin. And... Hagrid has Norbert all packed up in a little box yep. with his little chicken bits and his brandy and his teddy bear that he's actively ripping apart. <laughs> and uh, so they throw the cloak over the box with the dragon in it, and then they get under it themselves, and they waltz on up to the castle. Now, these two 11-year-olds... Three 11-year-olds? No, Ron's not there. Ron's in the hospital. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Three 11... Or two 11-year-olds... Uh, navigate an extremely dangerous castle while invisible holding a crate that contains a dragon up like how many how many flights of steps is there 50 42 i don't I that have is no idea. that is quite the feat how heavy is this fucking dragon right <coughs> right it's the dragon is like three times it's the size that it was born yeah so maybe it's like it's large pounds. enough to slap the wall of his wooden house. house and uh, almost that was like the, probably the funniest line in this chapter. It's like, yeah. Hagrid, you live in a wooden house. <laughs> yeah. You can't have a dragon, idiot. <laughs> but yeah, like the tail hits the wall. And, and it then sh- the whole caused the window shake. shake. So it's like, the dragon is of indeterminate size. You sure. know what else is of indeterminate size? This fucking invisibility cloak. <laughs> it like just it changes can cover sizes. two 11 year olds and a wooden crate <laughs> and then later in the book harry is you know he gets so tall that um he, the cloak doesn't cover his feet anymore right so it's like how big is this thing and it just changes however it needs to change magic yeah, i wave. guess i guess hand wavy yada yada i mean if it <laughs> is like a one-of-a-kind invisibility cloak god i can't talk today if it's a one of kind, one of a kind in, invisibility cloak, then why doesn't it also just change sizes based on who's wearing it? So it's perfect size for everybody. Um, magic reasons why that's impossible. Right. So anyway, they uh they get the dragon all the way up to the tallest tower, and but on the way there. They see right. McGonagall dragging Malfoy by the ear, mm-hmm. saying, student out of bed. Why, I never. 20 points from Slytherin. Um, he's like, but but a dragon. She's like, hogwash, making up stories. Yeah, you idiot. And yeah. then drags him down to his common room. And they're like, yes, Malfoy got detention. Fuck yeah. So then, yeah, so they get to the top of the tower. Also, the, the detention is insane in the next chapter. Oh, it's it doesn't make any sense no <laughs> oh god okay like being strung up by your thumbs in the dungeon is better than the detention we will walk through next week yeah it is i mean wrists it is wrists not thumbs oh, is it, but is it wrists uh, is it, thumbs? Wrist, it is wrists um but uh yeah <laughs> anyway anyway i'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> no it's fine so we're pretty much done we get to the top of the tower get the crate out from under the cloak 
uh, Charlie's four friends come down from the sky on their broomsticks and they have a harness. They, I wasn't clear whether they suspend the crate between them or they just have the dragon out in the air. <laughs> no, they they have it in the crate. Okay. Yeah, and they hook each broom has like a little rope or something so to the, support. The, the language is like they showed off the harness they would use to string Norbert between them. Yeah. And then when they says you know, and then they saw watched Norbert going going gone. So they stop the she stopped referring to Norbert as being inside of a crate and just used his name. Yeah. So it's confusing as to whether or not he's actually in the crate anymore or if he's just well and if we think about it norbert hasn't flown yet with the knowledge that we have so i'm gonna assume that he's in the crate (laughs) or he's just being like strung in midair just like hanging (laughs) without the crate (laughs) but yeah so they watch him fly away into the darkness they're so happy and elated because malfoy not only did malfoy get detention they also got rid of this dumb dragon um that's causing obvious issues yes Mm -hmm. and they Head on back down to the common room, and then Snape's, or not Snape, Filch's face flicks on in at the bottom of the stairs, and it's like, I guess we are in trouble now, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) And then they realize the cloak was still at the top of the tower, like, and they were visible. uh, Like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, I know we all make mistakes, we all forget stuff, but, like, neither of them realize that, like, hey, we just spent the last hour under this invisibility cloak being invisible because we need to be invisible. And they're like, anyway, that's done. (laughs) I mean, they are 11-year-olds, so I guess that tracks, but I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think it was just kind of referring to, like, they were so happy that they did all this shit that they forgot the cloak in in their uplifted mood, I suppose. I don't know whatever yeah so we get to talk about the most dangerous detention that ever detentioned next week on chapter 15 Mm -hmm. we're closing on the end of the book hell yeah hell yeah blip blip so uh (laughs) yeah what do you what do you uh rate this chapter alex final thoughts um i give it uh two dragons should absolutely be illegal out of 10 beautiful Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, don't forget to follow us <laughs> on HaterMorePod at Instagram. Yes. If you'd like to send us an email, it's HaterMorePod at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah. Wow. What a great energetic <laughs> He's ending He's just to fucking this. peter out every time. Brr, brr, brr. Anyway, yes. We'll, we will catch you next time on another episode of Hatermore. Yay. Yay. Bye. Bye.